I was talking to someone on the phone just yesterday, and uh, then again today, another one asked me, why you have such peace, preacher? It just seems like all the time you got such peace. And I, tonight I thought I would give you verses of Scripture just to show you why did I, I have such peace in my soul. I am really, uh, in one sense, I'm troubled about the world's events, what's going on. But uh, I know that uh, there's a lot of people getting killed over in Ukraine and uh, appearing is doing some terrible things. But folks, I'm going to tell you something. The one I'm worried about is the president of Ukraine. And uh, you think about it. And, and I, I know he's uh, the whole world is caught up in him right now. And he's calling for peace all over the world. And he's drawing the whole world together. You know what that's a sign of? That's a sign of the Antichrist. There's, the Antichrist has got to come on the world events. And he's got to get all the world to come together. And then they'll come against Israel, according to the Scriptures. And when you think about those things and see what's going on, and then you think about the Russian president and our president and the mess he's in and the whole world events, and if you sit down and just thought about them a while, it'd drive you crazy. And I, I, I don't worry about it. I really don't. I know that God's in charge. Uh, he's in charge of everything, and I look forward to seeing him very soon. And God is good. And I and people ask me, preacher, can you give me some scripture that I can have that kind of peace? Well, I want you to read Second Peter, chapter one, verse two. Grace and peace. By the way, any time you find those two words hooked together in the Bible, you'll find it's always grace first and then peace. It's the grace of God, and then the grace of God gives you that peace. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, according as His divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life, and godliness through the knowledge of Him that has called us to glory and virtue whereby are given us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Father, we ask you again, would you bless the reading and studying of thy word to each one that's come tonight, and those that hear us, dear God, we'll praise you for it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, if you look at these verses, the Bible says here that God has given to us great and prom, uh, great promises in the Bible. And, and I believe there are several important facts to keep in mind about these great promises. Number one, we must read the Scriptures to verbatim in order to know God's promises. It's very, and it's, and it's strange to you, it might not be happen to you, but it does to me. I've, I've read over the scripture so many times I'll be reading the scripture and the old devil say, well, you know all the rest of that scripture, go on, you know, and you skip over it. You ought not do that. And I go back. I tell the devil he's a liar and I go back and I read that verse and I'll read it because the devil must not want me to read it. 
And so I go back and read it verbatim, and I look at all the little jot and tilde where the, the commas are, and I put the emphasis on it, right, where God uh, expects us to put emphasis on things. And what I'm trying to say is, if God gave, gave us promises in His Word, how are we going to know them if we don't read them? And read them exactly as the Bible says them. And I believe there's several important great promises given up. And we must read the Scriptures. You can't know uh, any of these great promises if you don't read them study. We must believe God's Word and His promise. No matter what other people say or believe. If the Bible said it, I believe it. Amen? And I don't have to listen to somebody else. We must study each and every promise of God to find out if God has attached a specific condition that we must do before the blessings of God can be ours. Now, if you study the Bible, the great and great promises God gives us sometimes, He puts a condition on those promises. Did you know it? Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. But when it comes to the peace of mind, He, he says things like this. Uh, to do the God's will and His righteousness. And He adds to something to it if you want to be blessed. And so He gives you a great promises, but He gives a condition on being blessed. And we must understand that God's promises are for those who believe in Jesus Christ as Savior only. Simply because every each promise of God has been made precious to God by the blood of Jesus Christ. And then we must remember that God's promises are signed, sealed, guaranteed to us through the sufferings of death and the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. The cross of Christ is a constant reminder that we can depend upon God fulfilling every promise that He's given us. Now, I want to go through some of them and just show you something. There are a lot of people that are uh, going through this thing. I told you this morning about one committing suicide. And uh, I, I've said this a lot of times. I tell my wife sometimes. I said, you know what? I might hurt you and I might hurt somebody else, but I ain't hurt no do boy here. Amen. <laughs> I mean, I ain't going to hurt myself. I just don't understand uh, anybody wants to hurt themselves. But I also found out, uh, because I've gone to hospitals that have insane wards in them, and I've been visiting those wards, and I've seen people in some of the worst conditions in the world, and I, I ask myself every time I go, how did they get there? How did they get there to the place that their mind is blown? And they just uh, you know, have a nervous breakdown and so on. And it's all caused by worry and anxiety. Now, I want you to turn with me to 1 John. I want to just go through the Scriptures and give you several verses of Scriptures on each one of these promises. In 1 John chapter 4, and let's look at verse 16 and verse 17. And we have known and believed the love that God has to us. God is love, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. Herein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness, in the day of judgment, because as He is, so are we in the world. There is no fear in love. I like that. Amen? Psalms 27, verse 1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Psalms 31, verse 14 and 15. But I trusted in Thee, O Lord. I said, Thou art my God. My times are in Thy hand. 
deliver me from the hand of mine enemies and from them that persecute me. Psalm 27, verse 14. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and He shall strengthen thy heart. Now, when you know God and put your trust and life in His hands, then I ask this simple question. Why should I be afraid? Why should I be anxious about everything? I trust God. Amen? It's sort of like uh, I've told my boy when he was little many a time. Uh, when he, he'd stand on the hood of the car and I said, jump, I'll catch you. And he jumped and i catch him. You know what he was doing? He's trusting me. You know why he trusted me? Many times before that, I told him to jump and every time I caught him, I never dropped him. Amen? And that's trust. And I trust every promise and everything that God says in His Word. And He said, I'll take care of you. I trust Him to do it. Amen? Why should I get anxious about everything then? Second one, promise of God that assures me of eternal life. Now, I, I have so many call me in and they say, I used to be saved. I used to go to church. Or they talk about, I used to. And they act like they lost their salvation. Or many of them say, I lost my salvation. Well, I got news for you. I don't worry about that. Not one bit. I made that plain with God a long time ago. And I got in the Word and I got His promise. And you look with me in 1 John chapter 5 for just a minute. And verse 11 and 12. And this is the record that God has given to us eternal life. And this life is in His Son. He that had the Son had life. And he had not the Son of God, had not life. These things are written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life, and that you may believe on the name of the Son of God. Now, i got news for you. That's God's Word. Amen? And if God said that, I can put my trust in it. John 3.16, it said, I have eternal life in the Lord Jesus Christ. Romans 10.9, it says, If I ask for salvation, I can have it. Romans chapter, 5, I mean John chapter five verse twenty four. He that believeth in the Son has everlasting life. First John five thirteen. You could go on and on. First Thessalonians five verse nine and ten. For God has not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we woke, we woke or sleep, we should live together with Him. First Corinthians two five that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Amen? And I could give you verse after verse after verse all the way through the Bible and show you that I know I can have eternal life. So I don't worry about life after death. I don't worry about dying. I don't worry about those things because I know I have eternal life. Amen? God's promises of His loving care. A lot of times we wonder if anyone ever cares for us. Period. But Psalm 91, verse 11 and 12, For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. First John 4, verse 10, Here in his love, not that we loved him, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be perpetuation for our sins. Romans 8, verse 31 and 32. If God be for us, who can be against us? He that spared not his own son, but led him up for us all, how should we not with him also freely give us all things? First Peter chapter 5, verse 7. 
casting all your care upon Him, for He careth for you. You know what I come to the conclusion? I don't care if the whole world hates me. I got one that loves me. Amen. Now, I got a lot of people that tell me they love me, and I believe it. I got a lot of good friends in this world. But you know what? If everybody turned their back on me, I know one that loves me according to the Scriptures, and He'll love me to the end. Amen? Again, God promised to answer our prayers. In James chapter 5, verse 16, The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. I laughed at Chuck the other day. He called me and he said, Preacher, would you pray for me? I'm, uh, he's trying to get him another car. He needs one so bad. And he said, I got a chance to get this car for $1,500. He said, Will you pray with me about it? And then we had prayer right there on the phone about it. And he said, Was well, going across to, to pick up the car? The man called him and he said, If you'll come now, I'll let you have it for $900. Now, I don't know about you, but $600 pretty good. Amen. God answered his prayer and he's tickled to death to get it. He loves everything about that car. He showed me a picture of it today. He's got it. Amen. God answers prayer. It's just that simple. And uh, again, God's promises answers prayer. John 15 and verse 7. If you abide in me, and my word abide in you, let me ask you something. Is that truth to you? It is to me. If you abide in me, I do. And my words abide in me, it does. You shall ask what you will, and it shall be done. Amen? You know what that means? I can ask whatever I want to. Now, I have people all the time, well, God didn't answer my prayer. I ask him one simple question. Are you a Christian? Are you a child of God? Yes. Well, now, wait a minute. If you're a child of God, God promised to answer your prayer. Well, I didn't get what I prayed for. But God's wiser than you are. Amen. He still answers your prayer. He says, yes, no, or wait a while. Always answer your prayer. And by the way, if you'll go back since you became a Christian and think of all the prayers that you've prayed and God didn't answer them exactly the way you wanted him to, I thank God for what I'd call unanswered prayers by us. But it wasn't unanswered prayers. God did answer. Amen. But He done better than what I would have. Hebrews 4, verse 16. Let us therefore come boldly under the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Isaiah 64, verse 24. And it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I will hear. Amen. You know what to tell me? God already knows what you want anyhow. And He's going to take care of you. God's promises are for me as an individual. Now, I have a great opportunity to pray for a lot of people. But i got news for you. God's interested in me, too. Not just in everybody else, but He's interested in me. God tells us He knows each one of us by our names. He knows our weakness and our problems. And Psalms 138, verse 8, The Lord will perfect... That which concerneth me. Amen? God's promises of peace. Every man, woman, and child wants peace. They want the peace of God. John 14, verse 27 says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. 
Psalms 4 verse 8, I will both lay me down in peace and sleep, for thou only maketh me dwell in safety. John 14, uh, 16 verse 31, These things I have spoken to you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I will come the world. Amen. God's promises of knowledge and wisdom, God's promises over temptation and the devil. And then lastly, Romans 8 and verse 37. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through Him that loved us. Amen. I have wonderful peace in my heart and soul because I just trust the Bible. And I trust the God of the Bible. And He said, I'll take care of you. I'll watch over you. I'll give you peace when you need it. And I'll take care of everything about you. And that's perfect peace. And I can walk around, whistle and carry on, knowing of all the trouble that's in the world and all the trouble that's happening to everybody, and I still got that peace of mind. Yeah, but Lord, if it happens to me, I'm still in your hands. And brother, that's a place of safety. Amen. I am troubled about the world's position right now. More than anything, I'm troubled about it for my children's sake and my great-grandchildren's sake and my great-great-grandchildren's sake. I got a house full, and I think about them all the time, my little children coming up. When we baptized that little girl this morning, I thought to myself, uh, if God's not with her, she's got a hard row ahead of her. But God is with her now. Amen? And God will take care of her. And I know He will me. Will you stand with me, please? Heavenly Father, I pray for that wonderful peace that you can only you can give. And Lord, I know that we have people called and say, Preacher, will you help me? Preacher, uh, will you take care of this? And they're talking about peace of mind and troubles in there. Lord, I can't do it. I can't take care of people's problems. But you can. And you can perfectly take care of them. And I pray, dear God, that everybody to hear the, my voice, that listen, Lord, that you'll help them to understand. When I'm in trouble, David said, I will call upon thee, Lord, and you will answer. That's what we need more than anything else in the world. Bless us, your people, tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's sing something, please. Anything you pick. Yes, I do. What page is that? I got 140. 140? Let's try it.
My Jesus, I love thee. I ain't no hurry. I'm like that little lady that I used to play the piano for me years ago. Is it my Jesus? Is that my right? Jesus, I love thee. Is it in here? 306? Thank you for a good day you've let us have together in the house of the Lord. We ask you, dear Lord, you bless those that could not be with us for whatever reason, and that next time we meet together they can. Go with us and watch over us now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you very much for being here tonight.